0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is season four, episode 116 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today as we continue into Exodus 20. We are studying Exodus 18 to 20 in the week of April the 18th to April the 24th. And we're beginning, of course, as I just mentioned, Exodus 20, which focuses on the Ten Commandments. Um, So this is obviously a very important uh, part of uh, the Exodus account here Uh, and the Lord gets straight into it really in verse 2. But before we begin diving into these Ten Commandments and we are going to spend the the last three days of this week discussing and um, exploring uh, all of them. Uh, Keith B. McMullen um, said this quote, The lesser portion of the gospel encompasses vital saving truths and rests on the cornerstones of obedience and sacrifice. Um, these truths school men and women, boys and girls, in the fundamentals of righteousness. They consist of repentance and baptism and observance of the law of carnal commandments unto the remission of sins. The, this lesser portion of the gospel will nourish those who are new in the church. Lead back those who have strayed. Help young people recognize and overcome the temptations and deceptions of the world. Without this preparation, the fullness of the gospel blessings cannot be realized or enjoyed. Quote. So these commandments are part of the gospel. They are not you know, things which are, were given in the, with the, the law of Moses, which do not apply today. They are applicable today. Uh, very much so. And if we follow them, then we will be living a life which would be pleasing to God. Um, I think sometimes we look down on the Ten Commandments and say, well, Christ came and he got rid of those and, and said that, you know, his way is the new way now. Whereas actually, Christ never said not to follow the Ten Commandments. In fact, he explained them further, helping us understand, you know, what they really mean. Um, he exhorted the, the people that he taught to follow them. Um, in the verses where, for, for example, he says, that Thou hast heard if it's said of old that thou shalt not kill, I teach this. He's not saying, you know, this is the wrong thing. He's explaining, well, thou shalt not kill means that you shouldn't do this or this. Um, so let's go through the Ten Commandments and uh, talk about um the importance of each of them. So of course the first one um, which he introduces in verse 2 saying I am the Lord thy God which have brought thee out of the house of uh, the land of Egypt. Thou shalt have no other gods before me he says in verse three. Um, I suppose this one is fairly straightforward that um, he is the one. Now notice that he doesn't say I am the one true God or I am the only God Um, thinking about particularly as he just mentioned the land land of Egypt and of course the the gods there um, he isn't saying that they are they are not real gods or something like that he is saying thou shalt not thou shalt have no other gods before me Um, and I think this is important because um, it reminds us about how this can refer to other things and not just you know um, other gods Um, Joy D. Jones said "Um, The placement of this commandment helps us understand that if we place him as our main priority, everything else will ultimately fall into place, even our service to others. When he takes the preeminent position in our lives by our deliberate choice, then he is able to bless our actions to to our good and to the good of others. Close quote. Um, A very true statement that uh, you know, and sometimes we. One of the things I think that we need to understand is how we need to focus our lives as well. Um, that God must come first, um, and then some people respond to that and say, "Well, you know, we're a family church. Surely our family comes first before church." Uh, and I think this is where we get we get sometimes get to God and our relationship with Him, and the church and what we do in the church confused. Um. Our relationship with God is the most important thing in our lives. It's the number one commandment. It is the thing which we must do, we must make sure is the focus and is correct and right in our lives. Things we do at church support that relationship with God, absolutely. But that doesn't mean that the things we do at church or the church are uh, should be perhaps the most important thing in our lives. Our relationship, our personal relationship with our Heavenly Father and our Saviour is the most important. Because ultimately, no matter what relationships with others or what we think we do in this life, it's that relationship with God that will help us um, receive the, the fullness of what we desire to receive in the life after this. After our relationship with God and our, and our Saviour, then of course I think our relationships with our loved ones, our family, uh, come next. And then the things we do, perhaps, uh, such as church and work and things like that, can follow after that. But our relationship with God, having him as the centre of our lives, because then that will help us deal with our family, deal with those that we love, do the things that we need to do correctly, will fall, uh, as Joy D. Jones taught in that quote. So this first commandment is such an important one to remember and apply in our lives. And the second Uh, Says, Thou shalt not make any uh, unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or the things in the earth below. Thou shalt not bow thyself to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep keep my commandments. So notice there. There's three verses there explaining what the Lord is teaching here about not making any graven images. We do, of course, understand and know that this was very applicable in the days that it was given, given that there was idolatrous worship and things like that, which we read of often uh, in the Old Testament. But, of course, this commandment does still apply today. Uh, A couple of quotes here to share with you. First, from President Dallin H. Oaks, who taught, uh, quote, "Um, More than merely forbidding physical idols... This states a fundamental priority for all time. Uh, Jehovah explains, For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, showing mercy unto them that love me and keep my commandments. The meaning of jealous is revealing. Its Hebrew origin means possessing sensitive and deep feelings. Thus we offend God when we serve other gods, when we have other first priorities. To add further about how this applies to us today, Uh, President Spencer W. Kimball said, The idolatry we are most concerned with here is the conscious worshipping of still other gods. Some are of metal and plush and chrome and wood and stone and fabrics. They are not in the image of God or of man, but are developed to give man comfort and enjoyment to satisfy his wants, ambitions, passions and desires. Some are in no physical form at all, but are intangible. Modern idols or false gods can take such forms as Clothes, homes, businesses, machines, automobiles, pleasure boats, and numerous other material deflectors from the path to godhood. Um, what difference does it make that an item concerned is not shaped like an idol? Brigham Young said, I would soon as see a man worshipping a little god made of brass or of wood, as to see him worshipping his property. Quote. I think there is a fine line here that we need to understand that of course we should aim to try and um, provide the best of things for our families and our loved ones in our lives. But when it comes to making that our focus, or making this um, the the sole direction of our lives, and um, focusing on this more than our relationship with our Heavenly Father, then that is when the issue starts to arise. Um, So, of course, we understand that this can be applied to us today this this idea of not worshiping false idols, uh, I think we'll pause it there we've only done two <coughs> two of the ten, but we did do the introduction to it as well, so we'll continue with the third, fourth, and fifth commandments, and hopefully the sixth tomorrow, and then conclude the rest on Sunday. please do uh, join us for those because we're going to try and dip, dive a bit deeper into these um hope you enjoyed that please share what you thought about what you studied especially around the 10 commandments uh, um, on the facebook group or indeed anything else that you studied i'd love to hear anything else that you've studied on there as well uh, that you can share Uh, please do join us there or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com thank you very much for your time and until we meet again